Presents Football Time. Hey, hey, and welcome to the Football Time Podcast. We're in NFL Week 10. Our man Achilles Rain is with us to do our picks. Are you ready to make some picks this week? I'm ready to make some picks. I'm ready to make some money. All right. We were back in the positive on the mutual picks this week. We we grinded it out, had a 3-2 and two record. I believe we are 24 and 22 overall in our mutual picks. Uh, take out the bad like one and four week, and we were we're much better. But uh, we had the loser in Washington, a winner in the Packers, a loser in the Chargers minus one and a half, which is weird because I ended up making a last minute Raiders decision. So we're still a little weird in our mutuals. Uh, changing over from uh, Thursday recording into uh, Sunday picks. I, to be fair, even though I talked you into that Raiders uh, Raiders Chargers game, they almost had it. Yes, I know. <laughs> I also had the over in that game, so I would have split either way, and uh, probably would have preferred the four and one mutual. But uh, anyway, uh, I had the uh, we had the Dolphins uh, plus four and a half, and the. Uh, the Carolina Panthers plus 11 and a half. So three and two week back on the uh, winning side of things. And uh, we'll see if we can uh, keep going with our wins in the mutual plays this week. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's get some games going. Uh, I will say I only could manage three picks on the week. So uh, I hope you're ready to carry a big load and uh, handicap these mutuals for uh, wins this week. I'm going to try. I, <laughs> I, I've got about three games that I feel good about. It's not as bad as it was last week. I, I could definitely be swayed more this week. So. I'm more confident in my three this week, but uh, I I axed a lot of games off pretty early uh, when I went down my sheet. But uh, we'll start with Thursday night. Uh, I just got off recording with Dynamite David. Uh, he's still very pumped and excited about this game. So uh, Indianapolis Colts, Tennessee Titans, uh, half point for the Titans. So uh, you pick the winner, you win the game. Do you have a winner for this game? Uh, I'm not sure how you're feeling as far as mutual goes, uh, but I do kind of like the Colts in this game. I think that uh, defensively they can come out and give Tennessee a hard time. Uh, This could probably be a low-scoring affair. The only thing that scares me a little bit is uh, Indianapolis offense. Yeah. uh, I don't know if I'd say I love handicapping this game one way or the other. Uh, if you ask me who I'd pick, I'd probably take the Colts just because I think defensively they're the better team and I always lean towards defense. But um, I really would prefer to pass on this game, but uh, I don't know where we're going to sit, so we might have to come back to it. But Plus, it'll be fun to hear uh, David's response if we uh, end up taking the Indianapolis Colts as part of our five mutuals. Yeah, I'm out. I just hope that uh, he gets to listen to this before the game actually starts. So, well, he'll be sending us Ryan Tannehill numbers either way. So, uh, he was still hyping him up, though he was like nine for twenty-seven last week. So, the man can do no wrong. All right, we'll move on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Carolina Panthers. Um, pretty sure Christian McCaffrey's out, but uh, this was another one I axed off quickly. Uh, 
don't know where to see the Bucks here. Um, I think Carolina getting five points at home. This is sort of where I like taking the Panthers underdogs. But without McCaffrey, I'm a little hesitant to pull the trigger on this. Where are you sitting? Yeah, I'm basically on the same in the same spot. Uh, I I like Carolina if they have McCaffrey. Uh, he came back last week and played pretty well. So I think that if having him would have really made it a little bit easier taking the Panthers. Uh, but as it sits right now, I'm probably sticking away, staying away from it just just because of that. Any love towards the Bucks minus five and a half or just too big? I, I know I I do kind of like the Bucks minus five. I, I feel like they could definitely win this game by a touchdown, but being a divisional game, I kind of uh, see it being kind of close. But a one touchdown game doesn't really seem far fetched. All right, we'll move on to another game. I put the uh, cross off pretty quickly on the Houston Texans at the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns are two and a half point favorites. I I'm expecting a shootout as you will see in my uh, picks this week. Uh, but uh, I have no clue how to handicap this. Both defensives have been poor. If you had me lean one way, I'd probably lean Cleveland Browns, but uh, you could Convince me pretty easy if you think the Texans are going to come out and light up the Browns. But um, I just marked this one off real quick. What are you feeling? Yeah, I don't have this game on my list, uh, although I do kind of foresee the Browns winning this game. I think that there's a good chance that uh, Houston gets up early. But I, th- I believe Nick Chubb is, uh, is back this week. Yeah, uh, well, I don't think it's an official return but uh he has been practicing i i don't know you know nick chubb is a great running back but running the ball hasn't been their problem hunt's been ridiculously good too so uh i think this comes down is can baker mayfield score enough points uh on this bad houston texans defense because uh my guess is the texans are able to get to about 24 so uh do you think cleveland can score let's say 27 30 I mean, I, I can see it happening. I'm a little more confident if I know that Chubb is definitely playing. I just think he helps, you know, kind of ease the load on that backfield, even though that backfield's been playing pretty good. I think having him back helps a little bit if he plays and depends on how healthy he is. But uh, until I know for sure, I'm probably steering clear and keeping this to maybe calm. All right. Uh, moving on, we're off to a rousing start. Um This next game, once again, a quick cross-off for me, mostly because I have no clue what I'm getting from either team. Washington football team, Detroit Lions, Detroit Lions, three-and-a-half-point favorites. You might could convince me on the Lions, maybe, but uh, I'm not in the ballgame of taking Lions as favorites, and uh, I just don't know what to expect from Washington, and I'm assuming Alex Smith is the quarterback here. I kind of like the Lions in this game. I have them as a two-star. My only concern is which Lions team is going to show up. I, I have a hard time really picking a Lions team and feeling confident about it this season. I think if you made this line two and a half, I would feel much better than the Lions three and a half and needing a, a over a field goal win here. I just, I don't know what the Lions are and, uh, you know, Washington, as poorly as they played last week, 
Alex Smith was able to move the ball, and um, it's just a little scary with the Lions minus three and a half. Yeah, and that's exactly it. It's that little hook. Uh, I wouldn't mind a two and a half line because I could definitely see them winning by by a field goal if it came down to it. Alex Smith did a pretty good job coming in after Allen got hurt last week, and he moved the ball pretty well. I mean, he was a little rusty, which is to be expected. The guy's been kind of – he played one game over the last two seasons, so that's to be expected. But uh, I, I, I'm probably staying, staying clear just because I don't know exactly what I'm getting. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, we'll move on. Um, my guess is we're probably both going to be a pass on this one as well. Jacksonville Jaguars, Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers, 13 and a half. Um, I can't take NFL games with 13 and a half point spreads. If you ask me if I thought Green Bay could cover this, probably so. But that uh, Jacksonville offense has been a little spunky. So 13 and a half, just a little too scary for me. Well, Jacksonville does a pretty good job at running the ball. And so far, that's been the one weakness we've we've seen in Green Bay is they, they can get run on. Granted, some of those stats come from Cook, so Cook can run just about on anybody. It's kind of hard to really, you know, take that stat with a the, with the grain of salt. But as it stands, uh, the line's a little too big for me. The last time that we took the Packers with a big spread, was against Minnesota, I thought, and and I think they they got whooped in that game. So, as confident as I feel in Green Bay win the game, I'm not taking that spread. Yeah, I agree. I don't think there's any way we can take that spread. Um, I don't think there's any way you could convince me to take Jacksonville though either. So, um, I guess we just move on. And uh, I don't know if this one's much better. Philadelphia Eagles at the New York Giants. Philadelphia Eagles minus three and a half. I, part of me wants to take the Giants, but uh, Philly healthier coming off a bye. Uh, I think Sanders is going to be playing. Rieger's going to be playing. Um, maybe they're good again, or at least whatever semblance of good the Eagles are. And uh, the Giants, I don't know what to make of them. Uh, so where are you sitting with this game? I, I see... Philadelphia win this game. I, I say that with very little confidence as I would about any NFC East team. Uh, I think that entire division is pretty hard to predict and try to trying to predict an outcome for any of those games, especially a game within that division. I think it's a little tough right now. You know, I, I kind of like Philly, but I still have it just as maybe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I could take Philly at the three and a half. Uh, maybe if you fed me a couple gin and tonics, I might could be convinced to take the Giants at plus three and a half. But uh, I just, I don't know. I have no way of really separating or handicapping these teams or know what's coming. All I know is Wentz is going to make turnovers. Jones is going to make turnovers. And uh, someone's going to probably win this game. I just don't quite know who. Yeah, I have... Uh, very little interest in watching the game. So I don't really have much interest in having any action in it. So, all right. So on our mutual picks so far, <laughs> we have zero and I don't think we felt comfortable with any real game. Uh, moving on the Buffalo bills at the Arizona Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals are one and a half point favorites. Uh, 
Now, uh, I'm a little breaking my rules about road teams going cross-country, but I like this Bills team in a dome, and I think they'll light up Arizona. But uh, you could convince me Arizona might light up that Bills poor pass defense as well. Where are you sitting with this one? Well, you know, I know the Bills uh, pass defense isn't the best, but they're actually a little more uh, susceptible to the run. And Kyler Murray's been on fire. Uh, he's halfway to a thousand yards uh, rushing the ball, and I believe he's almost halfway through to four thousand yards passing the ball. So the guy's been putting up big numbers. Uh, I wouldn't have guessed it, you know, prior to uh, doing a little bit of research. But you know, I, I could see him having a big game. I, I just don't see Buffalo losing this game, especially the way both teams have been playing lately. Uh, we we both think that Buffalo is a uh, dome team and if that's the case then they should have a pretty good game this week so even though they're on the road I kind of like them uh, getting points right now and especially since I believe road uh, teams so far this season have won more games than home teams yeah uh, I think if Buffalo was favored I'd be a little more nervous about taking this but the fact that Buffalo just has to win this game and uh, I just I think Buffalo's the better team so uh I think we have one. We have the Buffalo Bills. One down, four to go. I don't know if this next matchup is where we want to lean. Denver Broncos, Las Vegas Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders minus four and a half. Now, uh, I've been on this Raiders team pretty much the last couple weeks. I, I think they're sort of hidden and sliding their way into they're going to end up winning 10 games. And uh, you're going to be like, how did the Raiders win 10 games? And they just sort of are picking apart these uh, mid-tier teams, and uh, they're going to end up in the playoffs, and you're going to be like, oh, this team was kind of okay. But um, four and a half, I'm not as in love with as them the last couple weeks getting uh, points and uh, being that type underdog team. Uh, Where are you sitting with Broncos Raiders? Uh, I kind of like the Raiders. I, I've said it over the last few weeks. I don't think Denver really is that good. They tend to come out and put up big numbers once the game's kind of out of reach and they make it look like it's a lot closer than it is. They've had a few games where they've played well. Uh, usually it's when I pick against them, but I don't see them winning this divisional, uh, this divisional head, you know, head head-to-head competition versus uh, the Raiders. I think the Raiders definitely pull this one out. Um, what's the, uh, the the line at? It's at four and a half on this one. Four and a half? I mean... See, that's I see my the- pull. I, I've liked this Raiders team where they're getting like two points, they're getting like one point. They're moving up to a four and a half line. Just uh, that number, it's scaring me a bit. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see this being a, a tight game. You know, this it's a divisional opponent, and and I have a like a little unwritten rule when it comes to uh, divisional opponents. I I try to stay away from them if it's a big spread because they tend to play each other pretty tough. So even though it's not huge, I'm maybe maybe for the Raiders. Okay, well, possibly. Lee Poth back to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, we'll see what we have left. Um, next, we have the Los Angeles Chargers going across the country to play the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, two-and-a-half-point favorites. 
Um, I'm going to ride this Dolphins window until it sort of burst. Uh, two and a half seemed a little low for me. I thought about, you know, this line should probably sit around the Raiders line at three and a half, four and a half. But uh, I think there's some value still in Miami uh, before uh, these spreads start moving up. What are you uh, thinking here? I'll tell you what, um, I, I was going to go with the Dolphins for this game, even though I have a feeling that this is the one game that, you know, San Diego, there you go, that uh, the Los Angeles Chargers are going to, uh, you know, make me regret not taking them after taking them for the last couple of weeks and them burning me every every single time. But, yeah, I kind of like the Fins for this one. Yeah, I, I think that's a – I think we should just uh, – Ride this Finns magic until uh, it ends, and we'll see if uh, the Chargers can win a game in the fourth quarter. Uh, next up, uh, San Francisco 49ers, New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints are nine-and-a-half-point favorites. I, big spread. I think New Orleans is a much better team. I see no reason why they won't win this game, but uh, do they cover the nine-and-a-half is a big question. Where are you sitting? <sighs> You know, to me, this is just uh, this is one of those uh, you know trap type games where I don't, there's no way I think San Francisco wins. I just think they're way too banged up. They've got too many players out to compete in this game. The question is, I don't know what the Saints are going to do. Whether they're going to come out and just run the clock and you know try to keep it low, try to stay healthy and and get out of that with the easy win. Or are they going to come out and sling it and try to throw up as many points as they can? I just think that at, what is it, nine and a half? Nine and a half. Yeah, I just think at nine and a half is just a little too high for comfort. Uh, I see the Saints winning. I just don't know by how much. Yeah. Uh, the Niners are not uh, your typical, like, bad team either. They they play hard, and they will play to win and not to quit, which also makes me a little nervous at this number. So, uh, and, uh, you know, they're – still sort of in the playoff hunt here. So uh, this is sort of a kitchen sink game for them. They really need to win this game. So I I think they'll be motivated to, you know, try to win that. And with a nine and a half point spread, I it just too big for me. All right, we'll move on to your boys, the Seattle Seahawks at the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams are favored by one and a half. You can thank the poor Seattle Seahawks defense last week, probably for that line, because my guess is the Seahawks were going to be favored if they didn't play so badly in Buffalo. I'm a hard pass on this game. Uh, Rams off a bye, which gives me some uh, value there, but uh, Seahawks off a loss. I find it hard that they're going to lose two in a row. Um and uh, if the Rams get behind, I, I'd be pretty nervous in this game. So uh, where are you sitting with this one? You see, I'm and I'm completely uh, on the opposite side as far as that last uh, tidbit you gave. I don't think the Rams are in trouble even if they get down big in this game because it's the Seahawks' passing defense. Uh, I think that Goff is going to have himself a pretty good game. And we're all going to be singing his praises at the end of this one. Oh, God. This is going to lead to a very sad Sunday. I can already feel it. Listen, I can it, already feel it. Listen, I, I I was really surprised when I saw that the Rams were favored. If the Rams were underdogs in this game, I would definitely I would, I would try and sell you on this. But when I saw that they were actually favorites, 
I was like, yeah, he's not going to want any action with this. And I, I completely understand why you wouldn't. Um, but, you know, maybe for some individual picks. <laughs> well, I knew that was coming anyway. But, uh, yeah, I think if you gave me the Rams getting two and a half, you could probably convince me on it. But uh, them favored. I just don't like it. Now, uh, I know you're back on the golf train. It's been two weeks and uh, you're going to drink the Kool-Aid. But uh, I, I fear this leads to angry text messages and then you going dark for a long stretch of time before I end up seeing you back at work. Uh, I mean, I could definitely see them losing this game. This, Listen, you know, this morning, sports talk radio and, and even on TV, all I heard about was how the NFC West is like the top division in football. I don't think so. I think that, you know, those records are a little uh, murky because of the players, the teams that they've had to face off against. But I still think that it's a very good division. Uh, right now, as it sits, of the season we're in right now, you got three NFC West teams in the playoffs uh, in the Cardinals, the Rams, and the Seahawks. I could see this game going either way. The Rams, though, tend to do a good job at uh, stopping Russell Wilson, especially that defensive line. Aaron um, Aaron Donald really likes to get in his face and make it nasty. So, like I said, for individual picks, I feel confident taking this. I, I don't feel confident selling you on this because the Rams are favored. All right, we'll move on. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers, eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, Big Ben was on the COVID list. Uh, I'm assuming he will probably get off by uh, Sunday. Uh, I definitely don't want eight and a half if Mason Rudolph is the quarterback, but uh, I don't know if I like taking against the Bengals at eight and a half. Uh, They just seem to score a lot of trash points late, and I don't know if you can convince me to take this Bengals team getting eight and a half points. Where are you sitting here? Uh, Listen, the Steelers have a great defensive unit. Um, the Bengals have a, you know, spunky offense. And it, it being a divisional opponent, I, I I don't want it, especially not at this line. Uh, if you're telling me that Rudolph was starting that game, then give me the give me the Bengals as bad as they are. I, I still take the Bengals versus that tough defense just at eight and a half. But with Big Ben playing, even though he's going to be kind of you know, banged up after last week. I don't want any part of this. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're running out of games, but uh, I'm going to try to convince you, breaking pretty much every rule I have in the sports gambling world on this next one. Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens at the New England Patriots. The Baltimore Ravens are six-and-a-half-point road favorites. Um, I think this New England team's really bad. I think the uh, Baltimore Ravens matchup is really for the New England team. I think if we're going to see ever the Baltimore Ravens offense start to click and uh, gain traction, it will be versus New England defense. And uh, I think the Baltimore Ravens defense will just uh, chew up and spit out this uh, poor New England Patriots offense. But um, six and a half road favorites, uh, that's breaking a lot of rules in my uh, gambling rule book. So uh, where are you with this? Uh, you know, I must be feeling pretty uh, pretty rebellious myself today because uh, I actually like Baltimore even at the uh, the current spread it sits at, which is, I think at minus seven right now. So uh, you want to take Baltimore? I'm I'm down with that. All right, that-, that gives us another pick. Uh, 
touchdown road favorites in New England. What could go wrong there? Okay, the last game. Uh, you aren't going to like me, and I, I probably won't take it, but uh, Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears. The Minnesota Vikings are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Now, when they first went down my uh, list of games and uh, started doing research and stuff, a part of me very much wanted to take the Bears here at home, getting two-and-a-half points. <laughs> now, I will say it did not end up on the final list of picks. Thank God. <laughs> Mostly because I did not want to spend my Monday night watching this Sorry-ass Chicago Bears offense. But uh, I'm a little scared the Vikings go into Chicago. Delvin Cook can't run the ball. And uh, then we get some Kirk Cousins action, throwing a ball. And that leads to Chicago Bears defensive points. And uh, I don't know. I can't make myself say I want the Bears, especially after having watched this team, I think, for about three weeks in a row. Where are you with this? I don't want to take either side on this game. As much as I like Dalvin Cook, I don't want to take either side. Uh, the Bears' defense, their turnover rate is actually pretty bad. It's pretty horrendous. Uh, their defense is not playing as well as we expect the Bears' defense to play. Offensively, they're pretty much last in just about every single category you can come up with. I don't trust them to put up uh, to put up any points. I, I don't like this game. If you if you want to take, you know, uh, take out your host <laughs> privileges, you know, I'd, I'd be more than happy to follow you there. But as far as, uh, like, individual picks, yeah, I have I wanted them to do with this game. Uh, your only job this weekend is by Monday when I start getting a little itchy about wanting to bet on some game. It is to not. Let me take this Chicago Bears game. So that is your duty for the weekend is possibly confiscate my phone and do not let me take the Chicago Bears because Monday night when I come into work, I will probably be in a bad mood having watched this sorry Bears offense screw me over. Yeah, we don't need you in a bad mood, especially not on a Monday night. So uh, you give me your phone, I'll change your password to never the Bears. (laughs) That's a good call. All right, so... We have three picks. We need two more in mutual. Uh, you sort of liked this Lions. You sort of liked the Colts. I don't know what else I sort of liked. I think you could have convinced me on the Giants, but I possibly hate that pick more than I hate my Bears pick. Uh, where do you want to go with our other two? Uh... You know, I feel like this. This call it a, a day lot. and only go with those three. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, it would, it would probably improve our odds, but um, this Raiders. I, oh yeah, I forgot the Raiders minus four and a half. All right, so you have we have the Raiders, the Colts, and so we have right two? now uh, Bills minus or Bills plus a point and a half, Dolphins minus two and a half, Ravens minus six and a half. Uh, you liked. Uh, Colts and the Lions and the Raiders probably were the three you most liked. I don't. Right, so out of those three, which ones do you feel somewhat confident about? I feel confident the Raiders will win. Uh, whether they cover that number, I don't know. But uh, 
at least I'm pretty sure the Raiders are winning this week. And we're doing the spread, right? We're not doing the money line. <laughs> <laughs> Can I write that in? Yeah, money line that. Raiders. <laughs> All right. So we'll throw the Raiders in there. We need one more. Uh, Carolina plus five and a half. I don't think any of us were too keen on that one. Cleveland Texans. I'm not sure we were too keen. Colts. Do we dare anger the dynamite? You know, as as much as we've been uh, making fun of the uh, the stat book that is Dynamite David, uh, this could be that one time where we finally go against this team and they come out and dominate. Yes, I know. I'm very nervous of Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Yeah. See, I, it, that's exactly. <laughs> we'll it. be it's, getting memes for three weeks straight about uh, Philip Rivers and his poor uh, quarterback play. Okay. Now let me ask you this. All right. Would you rather? possibly go up 1-0 on a Thursday night game or would you rather not risk going down 0-1 on a Thursday night game? Oh, I don't know because I hate all these. Right, so right now it's between the Colts and the Lions, right? Yes. How quickly Uh. I jumped off my Washington football team. What if we yeah, went back on the Washington football team? Feel good story, Alex Smith. That has to be worth some sort of karma. I, I mean, I could see it being worth something. I don't know exactly what, but. Oh, oh, God. Uh, I guess see. your call, Colts, Lions, a hell you of a choice. Make, you can't make this my call. You're the host. Yes, I'm the host, but. Uh, I don't want to be wrong. I need somebody to blame when both these picks lose. Exactly. You know what happens is, you know, I'm getting kicked off the show. No, uh, I'll just, uh, I guess we'll go with the Colts. Colts went outright. Sorry, Dynamite Dave. Dynamite picks. All right. Yeah, he's not going to be too happy. Yes, I know. Especially if we actually hit it. Yeah, I know. He's <laughs> going to be even madder. Luckily, he's not coming into work tonight, so he probably won't hear this podcast till uh, Saturday. Okay, I guess that buys a little bit a little bit of time. So, All right, so uh, we've got our mutual picks. Now let's go to our picks of the week. Uh, last week, you had a fun one-two-and-one week. You missed the Chargers minus one on a review. I believe you Again, had a... It was close. It was close. <laughs> and then uh, we both uh, ended up eating it on the uh, Patriots and Jets under. Somehow that turned into a shootout. Uh, Titans-Bears under. You did win that one. And uh, the Giants-Washington under 43. You pushed. So a 1-2-1 and one week, which puts you at 22 21 and one on the year. Oof. Not too bad. You're in the winning mark. I had a two and two week. One with the Saints plus four and a half. One with the Dolphins plus six. Lost with Washington minus three. And like I said, our Jets Patriots under 41 and a half. A loser. So uh, that made me two and two on the week. And I sit at 27 and 30 overall on the year. What do we got for picks this week? 
I, I think I'm going to go with five just to try and uh, really push myself over that 500 mark. Oh, my. Forcing picks all over the place. All right. I have three picks. Uh, watch my Twitter. Uh, if Achilles does his job, the Bears won't be on there. But uh, <laughs> I feel like he won't be able to do his job, and the Bears are probably going to pop up on there. What do you have, have for picks? I have a feeling you're going to sneak off at some point and you're going to come back and yeah, I went ahead and dropped some on the bears. You'll see my face as I walk into work. All right. First pick for you. Uh, For my first pick, I am taking the Colts at minus one and a half. Oh, there you go. Even a little bumped up juice. You are riding the Colts high. So uh, dynamite David feeling the heat this week. A lot of action against his Tennessee Titans. All right, my first pick of the week, Texas. Texas, Jesus. I, I just recorded the college show. I, I still have uh, college teams on my brain. The Tex- I don't know if this is going to be good or bad. <laughs> the Texans uh, versus Cleveland. I have the over, 48 and a half. We're going with an over this week. Uh We've had enough of losing on unders. We're going with the over with two bad defensive teams. Hopefully the offense will come fast and furious. What do you got next? For my next pick, I have the under in the Jack in the Jacksonville Jaguars and Green Bay Packers game. Oh my. Defensive struggle? Uh, I mean, from what I've seen, it's supposed to be pretty bad weather. I think it's going to be up to... Oh, look at you looking at the weather on a Thursday. (laughs) Hey, I had to, man. I I had to. You know, I think last week was the first week where we actually got a chance to really, really bet, uh, you know, what's the the law passed out here where we live. And uh, I think I over over, uh, thought things a little bit too much. But, you know, this week I'm getting a little more comfortable. I'm just kind of going... More with, uh, you know, gut feelings, which is usually what I tend to do. Didn't do it last week, and it paid. It didn't really uh, pay dividends for me. So this week I'm going with my gut, and my gut tells me that's going to be a low-scoring game uh, with winds expected to be in the 20-mile-per-hour range. Oh, my. Well, uh, if that's true, I probably will jump on that train, but uh, I usually don't check my weathers until uh, Sunday around uh, 12. (laughs) All right, my next pick, uh, the Buffalo Bills, plus one versus the Arizona Cardinals, uh, just like this matchup here. Yeah, uh, so do I. Uh, mark that down as a, a, a mutual individual pick, I guess. Oh, nice. A mutual pick on the mutuals and a mutual pick on the individuals. All right, my last one, the Miami Dolphins, uh, minus two and a half versus the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Let's see, for my next game, I am riding with my home team, the Los Angeles Rams at minus one and a half. Oh, my. It's going to be a big weekend. All right, is that all your picks for the week? Uh, no, I'm also riding with the uh, the Ravens at minus seven, even though that line's higher than in our mutual ones. I still like that game. Oh, it's climbing. Somebody was putting money on it as we were talking. Okay, so those are our picks for the week. Uh that's our show for the week. Uh, you're going to join us for uh, part two of our NBA draft coverage tomorrow on the Know It All podcast. And uh, you might have a podcast yourself coming out uh, sometime in the uh, near future. Yeah, some things uh, in the works. Uh, 
don't want to get too ahead of myself, but uh, we'll see. We might have uh, a little either uh, video game content coming out pretty soon and, and maybe some uh, some other stuff. But we'll, we'll wait till that happens, and then I will let everybody know. Yeah. All right. Where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at TD Achilles or on Instagram at that dude Achilles. All right. I'm a GLN champ on both Instagram and Twitter. That's our show, and we're out.